There are numerous types of lies which play many roles in our lives. Hence, I will be discussing how Shakespeare's play Othello and Edda Bronowski's documentary Forbidden Lies explore lies and deception through their chosen media. As we know, Shakespeare's play Othello is a domestic tragedy that has many cases of lies and deception, but how does Shakespeare portray this? Shakespeare uses many language techniques like sibilants, motifs and metaphors to equate Iago's character with a snake, which is a symbol commonly known to describe someone who is two-faced. Iago's character acknowledges his snake-like nature numerous times, which can also be considered a motif as it is a recurring metaphor throughout the play. For example, Iago says, The more already changes with my venom, referring to his lies as venom. And he also says, I'll pour this pestilence in his ear. This references an old method of administering poison, which associates Iago's lies to venomous poison, like the venom of a snake. In Iago's soliloquy in Act 2, Scene 3, where he reveals his plan to the audience, Shakespeare uses sibilance to create the effect of a hissing sound. The line, all seals and symbols of redeemed sin, is a perfect example. This is so the audience would hear the hissing effect and associate Iago with a snake. Therefore, Shakespeare skillfully selects words and phrases that likens Iago, the villain of this play, to a snake. And this highlights his malicious, deceitful and incredibly destructive nature. Another way Shakespeare explores lies and deception is through Othello's race, as he becomes blinded by the falsifications which the other characters impose on him about his own race. The play is coloured by the juxtaposition between black and white. Blackness is associated with immorality and impurity, whereas whiteness is seen as pure and right. This juxtaposition is prominent in Shakespeare's language, such as when Othello is referred to as an old black ram, as opposed to Desdemona, who they call the fair wife. As the play progresses, Othello falls victim to the racist ideology of the other characters, which results in Othello lying to himself about who he truly is as a person, as he becomes more disturbed about what Iago has led him to believe about his wife's infidelity. He imagines himself as increasingly black, which reflects his internalised racism. Othello's biggest lies are the ones he tells himself. Her name, that was as fresh as Diane's visage, is now begrimed and black as mine own face. He adopts his racist language to describe himself, he begins to believe the same things that others do about his race, that it makes him base, unlovable and associated with that which is begrimed. Much like Othello, the Forbidden Lies documentary has a central focus on the lies that have been made to conceal the truth. There are four parts that separate the story in this documentary. These are labelled as the artist, the con, Norma and the first lie. In all of these parts, Anna takes advantage of costumes and setting to assist in emphasising lies and deception. Throughout the documentary, there is a recurring theme of Norma wearing red. She wears red shirts, a red coat, and red bathing suits. This motif of red can be interpreted as symbolising danger, which ultimately gives us the impression that Norma is likely a dangerous person. This theory is proven correct later on in the documentary when we see Norma's criminal charges. The red can also be used to catch the audience's eye as it is a very contrasting colour which makes sure that their attention is on Norma at all times. The setting used were also vital in assisting the values of lies and deception. In the first section of the documentary, Anna recreated scenes from the book while Norma was reading them. We find Norma reading her book in a white room with a window, which gives us a sense of serenity, until the camera pans out of the window, which moves us away from Norma's space that she has created and opens us up to new information about her book. Anna uses this same reenactment technique when Rana Hussini is reading the book and debunking everything that is wrong.
except in the reenactments when Rana is reading, things start to disappear or move to locations where they are supposed to be, like the cigarettes disappearing when Rana tells us that the particular brand of cigarettes weren't sold in Jordan yet. This gives us a visual representation of what things would actually look like if the book was based on facts. I can now conclude that both the play and the documentary explores lies and deception through the use of symbols, numerous literary devices, setting and costumes to ultimately assist the audience in gaining a deeper understanding of the lies that were made to cover up the truth. 